and resonate itself throughout life. And he is going to be a positive force in the world now because of this one situation. And I cried about it. Hi. You need more water. Yeah. I love you so much. And you want more water? And you want food? Anything, any other wants I can satisfy for you? Spoiled rich kid? You want eggs? You want me to make you eggs? So you want eggs and water? Okay. And milk. You want eggs, water, and milk. I'm going to do water in this, and then I'm going to do unqualified dad advice, and then I'm going to make you eggs and get you milk, as is my duty as your personal chef, okay? Let's go get some water. What's up, Cubs? Just sloppy as all fucking get out. Trapzilla City. Babe, I'm going to keep dancing on that bridge till the stars come home. Cheer up, babe. Fucking knocked it out of the park, <laughs> dude. He's icy. He's icy. He's dripped out and he's icy. Looks casual, but he's icy. And he will steal your wifey. Dude, I'm on my all white shit today. I'm on my... I'm just... Oh, oh. What's up, Cubs? Welcome to Cheer Up, Babe, the podcast. This is episode 102. I'm your host, VJ Julio. Dude, I'm dressed in all white today. My wife says I still don't match. I say she's just intimidated and wrong because here's the kicker. You put me in all white, oh, it's a problem. It's a problem for all parties involved, okay? It's a problem for me. It's a problem for you because I don't know why. I don't think I've ever wore an outfit like this before in my life, but I'm on another level now, okay? So let's talk about it. We got the creamy white t-shirt, all right? Wife says I don't match. I said that already. I got, I got the... I got the athletic white sweats that were my dad's when he wrestled in college. Sick, vintage. That was like 113 years ago. And I got the white Nikes on that I stole from my little brother. Listen, this outfit's a problem for all parties involved. All right, we're just going to get right into it. I live in a neighborhood where the houses are kind of close together. You know, they're really beautiful homes, but there's definitely not a lot of space between homes. And my neighbors are... You know, just the most classically devout Catholics of all time. We have an American flag hung up in front of our house. They have a Catholic flag hung up in front of their house. Okay, so that's the levels. You know, do I know what the flag represents? Not really. I just know it's purple and it's got symbolism on it. That's what I know. I know it looks like a medallion that a guy wearing a cloak would wear in a city that's all made out of brick. I know that... He's got a big old cross chain on, and then under that cross chain, and there's a medallion. It's probably the size of a small plate, and it has this insignia on it, and that is on their flag. And I walked outside, and I definitely scared the wife this morning when I walked outside. It was super duper foggy outside when I stepped outside my house today, and I popped that garage open, and I stepped out into the fog, and the neighbor was outside, and I guarantee she got a little bit startled because she thought it was the second coming for sure. I walked out. Now, granted, I walk how I always walk when I walk in public with my arms completely outstretched, and I step out in my all white, and she said, there he is. And I said, no, 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 no. And then I just wheeled my garbage cans down to the sidewalk. So we're on a different level right now. I got my kids here with me. Mama's working. So we're going to have, I'm, 
the cussing is going to be at a minimum. I will forget. The kids are going to be in and out just as it goes. Like right now, for example, Lottie K is going in and out of a closet that she knows she's not supposed to. But that's my Lottie K. She's me. You know, she's having some fun. She's keeping to herself. And she's the cutest little thing. Hi, honey. You can't get up because once again, you are naked. Listen, she's also me because she just refuses to wear pants. The only time I wear pants is during this podcast. She just refuses to wear pants because she's me. Nux, that's my girl. Thank you, sweetie. Bye-bye, baby. You going to take the baby? All right, take the baby. I love you. Oh, you can give me a kiss? <laughs> we'll just crop the video accordingly, okay? This is a microphone. Hi. Yeah. Can you, what's your name? Charlotte. Charlotte. Do you got tattoos? Yeah. Let me, can you, can we see them? Wow. You are absolutely inked up. All right, Lottie. So, I, so Lottie, I'm going to continue on with episode 102. I was just talking about how I scared our neighbors because they thought that I was the second coming. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's that? That's the kind of validation I'm looking for, sweetheart. Thank you. What? That is a stand that I use to hold the camera so that it gives me a more downward angle in the shot so that it makes my jawline look better. <laughs> so, baby girl, I am going to have you go watch a movie show with your sissy in my room. Okay? But before you go, do you got big muscles? Yeah, you do. That's my girl. Okay. Hey, real quick. Guess what? Ew. I love you. Do you think that was God sending my daughter in to say, hey, stop comparing yourself to my son? <laughs> Move on to the next topic, Vincent. That's what that was. The, that was God right there. All right. I get it. Let's move on to the next topic. So the fast video came out. Um, we could talk about the fast challenge now. If you haven't watched the video, I think it was relatively entertaining. People seem to like it. But we did the full five days. And there and there are some of you, <clears throat> Brie that are gonna give me shit for stopping at what, two and a half hours early or something like that? Hey, wanted to eat at an appropriate time, shut up. But I will say, dude, fasting was easy breezy. One thing that I didn't mention uh, in the video that made it seem cooler was obviously I wrestled for 18 years. I've been cutting weight, fasting is not a big deal. It was kind of a joke how easy it was, especially in comparison to the other videos that you might watch. Like I watched some fasting videos and all those guys like day three, day four were like, I just can't think about anything else. <laughs> Sack up. Okay. But obviously I had a little bit of practice through my, through my upbringing. But dude, I'm 31 now. It's not like I've cut weight. When did I stop wrestling? 2000. 14 bitch it's been nine years okay so it's actually kind of off the table but yeah i fasted here i will tell you a couple things my body felt so amazing through the fast especially after the first two days when it kind of calibrated itself and entered that state of ketosis or whatever my joints and overall just body felt fantastic there was no there was no inflammation I could just tell I wasn't like waterlogged. I didn't feel like thick. I, I just, I don't know. 
it was fantastic. And then after I did the whole refeed thing and I eased my stomach back into digesting and then now I'm like fully back in my normal rhythm, I already miss it. So I'm probably just going to do it again, hit a reset button, and then cut probably 80% of the things that I currently eat out of my diet because I felt so good. And now I'm back to feeling just like how I feel, which I generally feel good, but I definitely also sense some inflammation and stuff like that. And I go, well, I know that my body is capable of feeling springy and light. That's how it felt. Like my joints felt, my joints felt juiced. My joints felt how this outfit feels on me. I'm juiced up. All right. So I'm going to do it again. And then I'm going to reset it. And I'm, I'm probably, I'm going to cut 80% of the stuff out of my diet. I'm just, I just, I feel too good. It feels too good and normal to be in that state to just continue to eat garbage and just be like, well, yeah, I'm still fine. You know, like still be in shape and still be, be able to perform and just going through like daily fog challenges of like, oh, I drink coffee and I feel good. And then a few hours later, I feel a little bit tired. And I drink some more coffee and I feel good. Like the there's a linearness that came along with the fast. Linearness is not a word, but we're going to breeze right past that. That I want to incorporate into my day-to-day life because it felt too good not to. So I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do another fast, not this week, but the week after. I'm going to fast again for five days and then hit that reset button. And then I'm going to dive into a different food structure for myself. And I'm very excited for that because I felt phenomenal. So there's that. If you want to know the actual details of the fast, you can go ahead and watch the video. It's live on the YouTube right now. Also, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Throw the den a little sub on the YouTube channel. Let's get this thing pippity popping. We have a new den set up. All right. I got the cheapest vinyl I could buy. I hope you can't tell in the camera, but that looks like shit in person, but I think it looks good on camera. We got the we got the den rules. We got our little stationary cub there that's going to remain a staple for the remainder of our days in the den because that's our guy. That's our spirit guide right there to my left. Stage right for you. We got to name him. So, Cubs, pick some names out for me. Let's get that guy named right away. Also, we got the sick rules for the den. Cheer up, babe. Open every Monday. Rules, don't be a bummer. And posture up. Speaking of which, bitch, posture up, babe. It's a new week. It's a new day. We're having some fun. We're rolling. We get to have the best Monday of our day. My daughter's back. Hi, Lottie. And am I putting the clothes back on? Here's the deal. I will put her. You want this back on? Okay. I'm going to put this outfit back on, but I'm going to continue to talk through the. I'm going to continue to talk what I want to talk about. Okay. That's a hole in the sweats. These were pop-pops. Let's not make the hole bigger. Okay. These were pop-pops. When pop-pop was actually six years younger, no, seven years younger than daddy is right now, these were pop-pops sweats. And now they're mine. That's sick, huh? They're mine now. They won't fit you. So I'm going to put this outfit on for you, but I'm going to keep talking to the cups because this is their time. All right? Cubs. Yeah, I'm doing a podcast to the Cubs. So we have a new den set up. It's cozy as hell in the den. We're established. We're ready to go. I probably need something to go behind my head, but I haven't told my wife that. I told her that I was done buying stuff for the den. But also on that note, we are officially a bunch of aunts and uncles, babe. 
Uncle Boo had his baby. I say it wrong every single time. Uncle Boo, Boo's wife, Kaylee, had their baby. It was a battle, and we are now officially a den of aunts and uncles. We're moms and dads before this, but now we are aunts and uncles. So now we get to take the fun side of parenting, which is the playful side, get rid of all of the disciplinary side and create a severe problem for Boone and Kaylee in the future by being the fun uncle and teaching bad things. And that's what we're going to do. I'm going to teach her her first swear word, which, by the way, dude, did we, have we talked about that yet? Gracie's on my Gracie's on my ass already, constantly, just like... I'll say a swear word. Like Jordan and I will be talking and Gracie will just catch us on the fly, dude. Like we'll be having a conversation. And the thing with me and my wife is we swear, okay? We swear. And our daughters understand that those are big kid words, blah, 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 all that stuff. But Gracie is in her constant mom mode. She doesn't understand that she's the child. She does, We're living in Gracie's world. And now, as of the last like four months, we're living in Lottie and Gracie's world, which is good. So Jordan and I will be having a conversation. Like for example, we were sitting at the kitchen table yesterday and we were talking about we were actually breaking down like neuroticism. We were having a very, very in-depth conversation because we nerd out like that, dude. Everyone's a dork. Everyone's a dork in some capacity. And lately we have been a dork on psychoanalyzing ourselves and our relationship and actually putting it into words why we work. So we were sitting down, drinking some coffee, talking about like the differences in our personalities. I know this is so, this is probably so weird for some of you to be like, there's people that do that yeah we nerd out about that shit we like understanding how we operate and why we operate certain ways so we discuss it it's like open discussion so we were talking about like trait neuroticism and the fact that she's like super super high on the neuroticism scale whereas i'm basically non-existent on the neuroticism scale and she was pulling things from my personality that she wished that she could be more like and i was pulling things from her personality that i wish i could be more like because there's strengths in both aspects of the personality and we were talking about how they kind of integrate themselves into our family unit blah 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 blah. it's just fun to put these things into words and to get an in-depth understanding of your partner's thoughts on you and to then display your understanding of your partner uh, onto them so that everything's kind of out on the table and you know we're very open and honest with our conversation with each other and we don't take it personally because it's her and I talking and we both know that at the end of the day it's us period there's no there's no other outcome and there's nothing to take personal so it's really freeing to have that kind of discussion but we were talking about it and the girls were playing they were running back and forth between their playroom and the living room just making an absolute mess and and so they're running back and forth next to the kitchen table Right. And that's where we were sitting, having this discussion. And in the middle of the discussion, I was like, yeah, and that's the fucking thing. And right as the word fucking came out of my mouth, Gracie in sprint past the table goes, we don't say fuck and didn't break stride. Dead sprint. Well, let's just go up and see I want. Let's scroll through and let's find one. Yeah. All right. I don't know about y'all, but I love these episodes with the constant, the constant interruptions and distractions. Because it's real, dude. You're actually hanging out with me in my house. You're actually in the den with me. You're basically sitting right on my lap while I change your baby's outfit. So, but yeah, dude, she just catches us in dead sprints now. She's just, she's just disciplining the house. 
while continuing to do what she does, just dead sprints. Just, yeah, and that's the fuck thing. We don't say fuck. Already in the playroom. Just breaking me down. But both of the girls absorb stuff at such an extremely high rate. Like they recall things like crazy that we've, we're, we're already in the monitoring, making sure that they're watching stuff that is uh, quote unquote safe. You know, like, like, for example, Turning Red, Gracie can't watch Turning Red. It's a show on Disney Plus because it's literally a metaphorical story about this little girl going through puberty, but the way that that's displayed is she turns into like a red panda and blah, 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 blah. Regardless of what the storyline is, Gracie watched it once and the girl is like a preteen. So she's like 12 or 13 and she gives her mom a whole bunch of attitude because that's what they do in that phase. And after she watched that movie, she started relaying some of the words back on us. And she, when we <laughs> had to nip that shit in the bud real quick, there was a part where the girl screams, leave me alone, and then slams her door. And then Gracie did it like an hour later. We were trying to tell her something, and she was like, no. And we were like, fucking excuse me? And she took off running. And then when she got to her room, she said, just leave me alone, and slammed her door. And now I know what that feels like. And now I know why dads take doors off of hinges and also why parents are always like, don't be slamming doors in my house. Good thing is, is I, we had one conversation with her about it and it has ceased to exist as an attitude, which is good, but she doesn't get to watch movies like that anymore. I wanted to chop her fucking door in half, dude. And she's three. Okay. She's three. So I'm screwed essentially, because we will get there. But hopefully it's always to the point that she's at right now where she respects what we say and, and also wants to please us to the point that she listens to what we say and acts accordingly. So she's the easy kid. I'm so fucked with Charlotte. It's not even funny. So I got to make sure that I navigate all that sooner. But regardless, we just have to make sure that if they're watching a movie show or a TV show that it, there isn't those traits that they can pick up on so we bought this streaming service called bent key which it's like just classic old school style tv shows it's just like it's like very mr rogersy type vibes just simple animations which for some of the shows and then like there's a there's kind of like a mr rogers reboot called mabel mcclay now Here's the problem when you do a Mr. Rogers reboot and you do it with Mabel McClay. It is so classically for children and it's great. Like the lessons are great. Like there's an episode on gratitude and there's an episode on forgiveness and there's an episode on like being yourself. Like it's all classic, very, very simple concepts. And it's cute, dude. It's just cute as all hell. Like I've sat down and I've watched an episode or two with her and I'm just like, yeah, this is the kind of stuff I want her watching because it's just... It's just shaping their personality in a gentle kind of way. There's no, there's no like underlying concepts or agenda that feels like it's taking over the story and teaching your, trying to teach your kids something under the table. Like that's the whole vibe of it. I mean, I'm wearing a fucking hat with an American flag on it and the stripes are made out of fish. Okay. Having kids will turn you Republican pretty fucking quick, but we don't talk about politics on this podcast. I'm just saying they did a reboot with this Mabel McClay thing, and it's Gracie's current favorite show, and it's my current fav favorite show as well, because Mabel McClay is bad, dude. Okay? That's the most inappropriate thing I can think of right now, but Mabel McClay is bad, all right? So there's 
there's watching enjoyment for all parties involved. You can't do a Mr. Rogers reboot with the most attractive redheaded woman that I've ever seen in my life, okay? Because I want a simple show that my daughter is learning great lessons from. I don't want to be watching, looking at Mabel McClay going, what happens when the cameras stop rolling? <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> I'm joking, but the thought entered my mind, okay? My wife agrees. <laughs> my wife and I are on the same page with it. Babe, ugh, quick transition. If you had if you had rich person money, but you could only allocate it. This is like kind of this is a posing question. If you had rich person money and you could but you could only allocate it into one avenue of being a rich person, okay? So all of the luxuries that rich people get to have. Like, for example, like you could have a private jet and you could fly anywhere, you know, or you could have like a live-in nanny, you know, or you could have a private chef. Like, which one do you think you would pick? Which one do you think you would pick? All those luxuries that uber rich people get to experience. You know, they have they have maids and house cleaners. They don't ever have to clean up after themselves. They don't have to cook for themselves. They can also just fuck off and do work and have their kids be taken care of. And they can, you know, fly to the islands and just do that. You know, if you could pick one thing, what would you do? Because I was thinking about that and I was like, oh, without a doubt, personal chef. Without a doubt, personal chef. Just have whatever meal I want made for me in that moment. Or I could just have the personal chef decide what I'm going to eat. And I know it's going to be fantastic and healthy and nutritious. I'm like, yeah. Dude, I would pick personal chef in a heartbeat. And then I was thinking about it. That's how children exist. And it's bullshit. And that's one of the reasons that adulthood is so fucking brutal is because as you age, you get luxuries taken away from you. I was sitting in the, I was in the kitchen cooking my kids pumpkin chocolate chip pancakes this morning and guacamole. Now that's a weird mix. They don't eat it together. They eat it side by side, but my girls love guacamole. And I was like, okay, we got a lot of healthy fats in here. Let's do some homemade guacamole and some sodium to go along with the yummy, yummy treat of weekend pancakes with dad. But I was thinking about it and I was like, I'm these little bitches personal chef. They got to go somewhere. They just hop in the car and go for a ride. They have a driver. They don't have responsibilities that they need to take care of right now. And as you age, these luxuries get taken away while simultaneously responsibilities happen and these just look spoiled-ass little fucking rich kids, dude. Even if you're broke, you're a spoiled-ass fucking rich kid. Even if even if your parents are struggling, you're a spoiled-ass little kid because they're still making your meals for you. So I decided this morning that's it. They want to go somewhere. They can hop on their bike or their scooter and they can get there. Actually, you know what? That's a luxury. They're going to walk. We're going to kick this old school. They're going to be like our grandpas where it's like, I used to walk up uphill five miles both ways to get to my job at the oil rigs when I was three and a half. You know, that's what we're going to instill in the Julio household. That's going to be the thing. You want food? Learn how to cook. Okay. Right now, Lottie just entered the room 
And I asked her not to come into the room and just watch the movie show and to just allow me to finish this episode. And since I told her that, she knows that. So what she did is she just got into the room. She collapsed down on all fours with her head in her hands. And now she's butt scooting backwards to me. And I said her name. So she popped up to her feet. and She's about to enter frame. Hi, honey. What are you doing? I'll make you a deal. Okay. You ready for our deal? Your hair looks fantastic. You want food. All right, I'll make you a deal. What, pancakes and guacamole weren't enough this morning? Surprise, surprise. You're me. Let Daddy finish episode 102 of Cheer Up, Babe, the podcast. And when I'm all done, we'll go make food, and then we'll do some crafts. We'll make some clay stuff. You want to make some stuff out of clay today? Oh, God. By the way, speaking of watching stuff, you ever be... Are you ever just scrolling mindlessly on our wasteful ass social media feeds? Like whether it's YouTube shorts or TikTok or Instagram reels, whatever the fuck they have, whatever you scroll through, that's part of your addiction. And you come across a video where you know the ending is going to kick you right in the tears. You know the ending is going to roundhouse kick you right in the tears. And it still does. It still does. I don't know what's going on with my feed. It's probably because I watched those videos like five times on a loop. I don't know what my obsession is with like sad shit. I actually, let's break it down. My obsession with sad shit and actually getting emotional watching certain videos, like I'm in stage one of a pregnancy, probably has to do with the fact that I kept myself pretty emotionally reserved for the first 27 years of my life. I kept myself in check and developed my triceps by pushing that shit way, way, way down. And now I get like a euphoric feeling from actually crying from a video. D don't, don't try to psychoanalyze that. I don't know what it's about. We don't have to dive into it, okay? But you know what videos get me? But the worst videos of all time still get me, okay? I'm talking like a video that's been circulated plenty of times. It's been clipped. It's been cut. People have added captions to it. People add sound over the top of it way too aggressively loud. To where like the video itself is almost unwatchable, but still the storyline of the video remains the same and I lose it, dude. I lose it. Let's that's what we're going to do right now. I'm going to show you this video that I watched. Okay, real quick. <gasps> no, I have a hormone disorder of this little boy saving this other little boy from from a drain pipe. Okay, now the video I watched was horrible. Whoever made it sucks at making videos sucks okay it was cropped weird and they put i can be your hero baby at maximum volume over the top of it while simultaneously allowing the original sound of the video to be in it as well so it's like people chattering and people trying to make plans so it's like it was in a foreign country simultaneously i can be a hero baby I can push away the pain. Oh, yeah. And I had my headphones in, so it was the most obnoxious, crazy shit that I've listened to. But, but, right at the start of the video, I sensed it. Right at the start of the video, I sensed, here's one of my ones. Here's one of my tear jerkers. And since I don't run away from these things anymore, we're going to watch it. We're going to click down on the volume button about six times. 
so that it's not the most obnoxious thing I've ever heard. But we're going to watch this. Now, this is not even a news story. This is just a good, feel-good story, and we're going to watch it together, okay? Wow, okay, so it's one of those... Uh, it's literally... I clicked on the video that is from a YouTube channel called Positive. Straight to the point! And then... But it's one of those things where they took the video and then they put words over it to kind of explain what's going on through the video. So the music is kind of pointless. So what we're going to do is we're going to watch it and I'm going to turn the volume down and I'm going to read you what it's saying while it plays. Okay. This baby fell down this sewer pipe. Oh, shows a mom with her head in her hands. The rescuers were too big to get in. People stressing, firemen stressed up, but this brave boy volunteered to save him. The baby's situation was critical. Now, for those of you that are just listening, the pipe is like 16 inches in diameter. I still remember what diameter is. <laughs> I haven't even said the word diameter in 15 years. I still know what it is. <laughs> What's the radius? It's half of the diameter. Ah! Uh, and if you multiply the circumference, if you multiply the diameter by, what is it, 3.2, you get the circumference? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the last part was probably wrong because I haven't thought about that in a really long time. But I know what the, it's about 16 inches in diameter. If you need me to teach it, if you need me to tutor your kids in math, I got you. <laughs> you, you want a little geometry sprinkled in there? I got it. I'll teach, I'll teach them what the radius is. $427 an hour is what I charge. The baby had been trapped 15 hours at a depth of 15 meters. 15 is just this kid's unlucky number. Rescuers were trying to dig to the bottom of the pipe. So you got machines going. And yep, constant flashes to people just uh, so distressed. Just so distressed. Just emotions are running rampant right now. There's literally a baby in a pipe. Okay? He's probably 15 months old. So... He's been in there for 15 hours. He's 15 meters deep and he's 15 months old, probably. The circumference of the pipe is 16 inches across. Nope, sorry. The circumference of the pipe is probably 15 inches across. And people can't get down there because everyone's too, I mean, foreign country, we got a bunch of blue collar people here. I mean, we're talking broad shoulders and broad backs, baby. All right. And the downfall of that is you can't fit down a pipe to save a baby. So when you're going through your workout regimen, Keep that into consideration. Do you keep it slender and frail in an emergency situation where you can go down a pipe to save a baby? Maybe. If you don't, you might be stuck in a situation like this. But the video is just constant distress. And then it flashes to this kid in a long sleeve, white camo, athletic fit t-shirt. And he already gives the, he already gives such fuck it vibes that I'm like already a fan of this kid. And he's probably 15. <laughs> That's when this brave 14-year-old boy, that's a typo, volunteered to help. Flashes to him. He's got a little bit of concern on his eyes, but they strap a little headlamp on him, and they literally have him just tied with ropes. He's about to dive into the tube to save the baby. As the cry is heard from inside the tube, the young man prepares to descend. He must descend slowly so as not to hurt the baby. So they're going to lower this kid head first, 15 meters down. Then the rescuers receive the signal. Now this video, they're, they're pulling him up. They're pulling him up. They're pulling him up. And he got him, dude. 
Now I'm watching a shortened video of that with I can push away the pain. Oh yeah. Just by myself at night scrolling. I'm in such a joking state right now and I'm still about to cry. Like the kid gets pulled out. The kid pulls him out. And right as the kid comes out, the baby who's down in the pipe, his dad grabs him and hugs him. And then look at that. And then look at that. The little 14-year-old boy, they're unstrapping him. You know, they, they showed a quick little clip of, like, the dad basically, basically running away from the area with his kid, just hugging him like crazy. And then it flashes back to the kid who saved him, and they're getting the ropes off of him stuff, and he's just smiling, and he's, like, waving to people who are obviously, like, cheering for him and stuff. And I'm just like, that dude, that kid right there, that just built something inside of him he will be looking to replicate this feeling constantly and what that just did was created a potentially amazing adult man what that just did was that instilled a savior complex in this kid that will probably go forward and resonate itself throughout life and he is going to be a positive force in the world now because of this one situation. And I cried about it. Hi. You need more water. Yeah. I love you so much. And you want more water? And you want food? Anything, any other wants I can satisfy for you? Spoiled rich kid. You want eggs? Yeah. You want me to make you eggs? Yeah. So you want eggs and water? Yeah. Okay. Milk. And milk. Yeah. You want eggs, water, and milk. Yeah. I'm going to do water in this, and then I'm going to do unqualified dad advice, and then I'm going to make you eggs and get you milk, as is my duty as your personal chef, okay? okay. Let's go get some water. But that's what my entire content feed is now. You know I have a hormone disorder! So if your content feed is something different than that, if your content feed is useless, if your content feed is people doing dance moves or people doing voiceovers of other people's content or movie clips, or if your content is conspiracy theories, change it. My content is shit like that that's going to make me cry inspirational podcast clips which that can get a little dicey sometimes and art that's what my current stream is and i say that the algorithm dialed it in okay i don't have to deal with all the other nonsense i don't have to deal with people fighting on social media and that's so nice dude i've weeded that shit out of my algorithm and it's beautiful it's beautiful now having said that i do have a Another challenge that I want to do. I know we did the fasting challenge. Beat it. Now the next challenge I want to do is I want to do zero um, 
zero technology for a week. Like no cell phone usage. Like obviously if I'm giving updates throughout like I did with the fast, I'm going to have to pull my phone out and record something. Um, and unfortunately my work is uh, centered around a laptop and a phone, but I'm, but you know what I'm saying? Like entertainment purposes or anything outside of work, I don't want to use technology. Like I also don't want to watch TV or movies for a week. I just want to fill the time that I am currently doing those things like before bed or even in the bathroom. <laughs> um, and I want to remove it from myself for a week. So that's going to be my challenge this week. I'll obviously record stuff to give an update, but I'm not going to use or check or scroll anything social media or entertainment related for a week. And we're going to see what it does to my brain. Watch I come back as like the most even keel, mellow, level-headed person of all time. Just like, just like boring. <laughs> my stimulus is so low for a week that I'm just like... Hey, Cubs, welcome back to the den. This is episode 103, blah, 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 blah. But anyways, let's do some unqualified dad advice. And also, if you have a challenge for me that you might that you think might be entertaining, let me know. Shoot me a message. Leave me a comment. Now, none of you bitches posted any advice wantings on the unqualified dad advice this week. So I am going to go to the advice column. Also, you can send me unqualified dad advice submissions like through, via Instagram and shit like that. You can just shoot me a message. Like that's, that's where I get a lot of your guys' stuff from. It doesn't have to be on Reddit. Because Reddit is the underside of Satan's nutsack, okay, of the internet. That's what it is. That's where it, that's the, it's the taint. It's Satan's taint of the internet. That's what Reddit is. And that's where we live at the end of every single episode. Scroll. Stop. I inherited tarot cards, tarot cards. I've called it tarot cards my whole life until like six months ago. Or, and I was watching a TV show and the, the lady said tarot cards, but we have the subtitles on because we're getting older and we, we can't. How can we hear it if we don't read our subtitles? And it's, it's spelled T-A-R-O-T. And she said tarot cards. And I was like, oh, clocked it. Made sure that I don't mispronounce that ever again. I'm already so invested in this one. I inherited my Italian nanas. Shout out, Italian. My last name's Julio. I'm Italian. Shut up. I inherited my Italian nanas tarot cards, who was a strega, which means witch in Italian. Oh, dude, I'm so in. My aunt just passed away, and she was the owner of these cards since my nana passed in the early 90s. These cards were used to tell a lot of truth when my nana used to read them. I had a medium look them over once about seven or so years ago, and she said she, they did hold lots and lots of energy. I don't recall if she said it was good or bad, and I forgot what else she mentioned, but this lady also predicted my aunt's cause of death the one who just recently passed. So my question is, I don't know too much about anything related to this type of stuff. Is it bad for me to hold on to them? Do you think they may be cursed? How would I get rid of them? Should I get rid of them? I feel terrible because they did belong to my Nana and I would love to hold on to them as a keepsake. I mean, I haven't heard of a better premise for a shitty Disney movie than this, okay? Where it's like they're trying to do a horror genre, but they got to keep it light because it's for kids and 
this girl inherits her Nana's tarot cards and then she goes down a path of mischief where she eventually embodies her Nana and becomes a witch herself, but it's all in a light capacity where she uses it to help people and not an evil capacity where she comes possessed and ruins people's lives and murders. A Disney child. That's the most Disney horror movie premise I've ever fucking read. Okay? Question is, I don't... Also, all of it's fake. So just keep them. Put them in a little shelf somewhere. It's not real. She got a lot of medium energy in there. Well, it's not high energy, so just put them in a display case. I bet they look so fucking cool, and it's a good story. Your nana was a strega, which, dude, I want to be a strega, okay? What's the... Okay. If I just Google Italian word for witch, okay, if strega pops up, that's going to lead me to my next search. Okay, strega. So an Italian word for wizard i want to be a procedura guidata dude i'm what's up it's your boy pop cub your procedura guidata what's an italian accent i gotta get italian hey come on forget about it hey me and my boys you know my paisan how you doing it's your boy procedura guidata yeah dude wait actually we could just do this Procedura guidata. Wow, I was way fucking off. Okay, so I want to be a procedura guidata. What is it? Procedura guidata. Procedura guidata. Ah, procedura. Procedura guidata. Procedura guidata. I'm trying to say it too fast. You know, I'm trying to be cocky. Say it too fast. But dude, I want to be a procedura guidata so bad, dude. After that, I have one goal in life. Okay, new piece of advice. Mail those bitches to me. So I can be a protetor guidata. Your Italian wizard. Okay. Also, why is wizard two words in Italian? That doesn't make sense. But that's your answer. Mail me the tarot cards. I'll take care of them. I'll, I'll protect them. And I will use their powers as my own. Scroll. Stop. I'm bored of being a virgin. Been there. Twenty-four-year-old female here. Wow. Okay. So a twenty-four-year-old chick is a virgin. I am a virgin, but I have a really high sex drive and desire, or whatever you want to call it. How many smut books does she read on a weekly basis? How many romantic novels does she read on a fucking weekly basis? My guess is five. I she's ripping through. She, if she's a twenty-four and she has an extremely high sex drive and desire, so she just wants to get pounded the fuck out the only content she's consuming is sexual content i just vibe it right now this we gotta get this girl laid cups we gotta get her laid if you want to find her on reddit it's grace vlvt underscore x g-r-a-c-e-v-l-v-t underscore x go find her and literally throw her a bone <laughs> okay I have some trauma and other issues. That's why it's hard for me to meet new people as potential love interests, even though I did through some dating apps. I don't like anyone and I don't feel any attraction towards them. The truth is, if I the truth is, if I let I know there are so many ah, fuck that sentence up. How did you mean to say it? The truth is. If I let anyone know there are so many men that want to have a physical relationship with me, but I don't want it to be purely physical, but I also find it hard to connect emotionally. 
For your information, I am getting therapy too, so please don't say that. <laughs> I don't know what should I do from this point on. Should I continue being like this or just give up and experience something meaningless for me? I talk about it. Talk about a so outside the box situation that I've never even, I couldn't possibly relate to this less. So, I mean, you're a woman with an extremely high sex drive who wants to get railed. <laughs> so, so fucked to say it that way. Who wants to have sex because your desire is through the roof, but you don't want it to be meaningless and so you want to connect emotionally but you can't connect emotionally because you don't like people. That's a fucking conundrum. Do you have any guy friends who you're not sexually interested in? This might be the worst advice on the planet. If you have a guy friend that you're not sexually interested in, but you're friends with, that you like have connected on a personal and emotional level, go fuck them. Go bang one out there because the emotional thing is already taken care of. You don't have to work for it. Now, maybe the sexual desire isn't there, but maybe the sexual desire will come if the emotional connection is strong enough to where you can get your mind around it. Now, if that's a horrible piece of advice, then just go bang somebody. Maybe you're the type of person that needs to get banged out in order to expose yourself and be more vulnerable emotionally, you know? I don't know. 24 though. TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> Not TikTok, TikTok to like have a relationship and start a relationship. TikTok, TikTok like damn, girl. Go have some sex, all right? And you're in therapy for it too, which, you know, sometimes therapy can be a real catch-22 because as you point out your problems, if you if it's a long process to work through your problems, then you're just living in your problems and they're constantly on the forefront of your brain. So you're kind of all encompassed in, oh, I'm, I'm a giant mess of problems that aren't currently being rectified. So before I ever do anything for myself, I have to take care of these things first, which it's like there's levels to that. Maybe just go bang one out. Now, speaking from a male perspective, the first time is going to probably... Well, that's not true, because if you get an experienced guy, it might be great. Because I, I was going to speak to, like, everyone's first time kind of sucks. But I'm talking about when we're, like, 15, 16, all right? All of our first times suck. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're going based off of videos we watched. But anyways, I don't know. You're going to try to... You got to try to get a guy who's emotionally capable enough to handle the weight of that situation and allow it to have weight because it should be important. Everyone's first time should be important regardless of what age it happens at. So uh, join a cult. Okay. Scroll. Stop. My cousin was arrested for messing with a girl he was coaching. Damn. All right. Quick breakdown and possible trigger warnings. Great. Very fucked up toxic family that ignores its problems. That's the first sentence. That's the context of the situation. I was a hardcore alcoholic for years and no one ever talked to me about it at all, which now leads to the worst branch of the family and my 42-year-old cousin who was recently arrested and is now awaiting trial for several counts of inappropriate acts with a minor. Oh, I... 
I didn't put that into perspective. He was coaching. I, I thought that in the adult perspective, like, fuck. Now I'm so fucking mad. I I put that into perspective of like I I don't know what the fir- why the first thing that popped in my head was a cycling class, but like, you know, like how like ladies go to cycling classes or they go to yoga classes and like the instructor there. That's what my brain went to when I read the first line. I didn't think of coaching kids. And now this might, dude, thanks for the trigger warning. Now this might be like shitty. So several counts of inappropriate acts with a minor. I've already cut this part of the family off and hadn't talked to any of them until today when I called his mother after hearing she was having a family barbecue. I wanted to know if she was going to let the family know her son is a child predator. He took issue with that and called to inform me that he is wrong, but she is 17 and a half and aggressively pursued him. Oh, I want to murder this guy. Which I already called him out on. I'm worried my family will buy this as an excuse. Am I fucking crazy? Am I making more out of this than I should? This is a girl he was coaching on his daughter's softball team. I don't really have any advice for her. I'm just going to use this as a way to talk about like my stance on this topic. Um, the advice to you is fucking leave them cut off, dude. Everyone with family dynamics like that, it's like no family is super gung ho to show that there is severe issues and weaknesses within a family. So if they're practiced and brushing stuff under the rug, that's always going to be their go-to because how you do one thing is how you do everything, especially when it's within a family unit because it just becomes second nature to react to certain things a certain way. That's why a family that gets everything out on the table and has discussions and really hammers stresses home and gets past them together is a more functional family unit than a family that brushes everything under the table and and ignores its problems. So the family dynamic is what the fuck ever. This kind of shit, that excuse, she aggressively pursued me. What was I supposed to do? You're an adult man. She's a high schooler, okay? Her problems are a non-factor. She has daddy issues. She's got a fucked up She's got a fucked up family life. She, you know, she has she has uh, issues with her upbringing and her childhood. You're an adult man. You've lived through life. You are the, for lack of a better term, in the heat of my anger right now, the alpha in this situation. Run it accordingly. There was a point in time in the beginning of all this where you left a door open in hopes that maybe she would peek through. And guess what? She came walking through because she's a child. You fucking sick bastard. So fuck you. Any guy, any adult male that says they can't spur the advances of a young girl is so fucking weak and pathetic that they don't deserve to have a dick. That's it. That's it. She's your daughter's age, dude. She's your daughter's age. Yuck. Okay? There is no instance ever 
where an affair with a kid, even if they're 17 and a half, it's fucking legal in some states. That bullshit is ever okay. Because the disparity in your life experience and who can take advantage of you is such a large gap that it's nothing but manipulative and predatory. And that's what you are, dude. You're a predator. So in terms of the girl, I mean, this might be a boy that wrote this shit. Hey, you're right on the money. Fuck him and fuck everybody that wants to go ahead and have his back. I don't give a flying shit. That is a never. So that's where I stand on that topic. Gosh. Cubs, please. Send some advice in so I don't have to do this. I might just switch up the whole unqualified dad advice thing and in general because I can't can't keep running into these those those fucking things. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth at the end of the freaking episode. And I don't like this is cheer up babe podcast, not bad taste in my mouth the podcast. Okay? So we gotta fix it. Rules. Don't be a bummer. That shit is bummer. Also, posture up. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. I don't know how to positively spin that. Positively spin that in a way that um, hopefully if you are a parent right now, you are going to raise your sons and daughters in a compassionate and fully involved way so that they aren't yearning for another adult's attention or affection as they get into that age and create that problem for themselves because that's all it is. You can control it where you can control it, and you can control it within your household, and that's what you got to do. That's the only thing you can do in these situations. You can get a gun and murder all these people, but first, let's do the, let's do the prior choice, okay? Go out there, love the people that are important to you, and be fully emotionally invested in them. And it will allow them to have the forthright and the understanding to not allow themselves to be taken advantage of by people like this that for sure exist. But what do I know? That's just coming from a guy with an American flag on his hat with fish as the lines, all right, that I took from my dad's house. That's Cheer Up Baby Podcast, episode 102. Happy Monday. Go have a great week. Go out there. Don't be a bummer. Cheer up, babe.